Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your business and your life with special industry and life-leading guests, top tips on how you can create that magical blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Hi guys, uh, welcome back. This is the Mojo Maker Show. I'm Nikki Fogdenmore, your host, and this is Monday Mojo Live at midday Australian Standard Eastern Time. I think it's around 8 p.m. in Los Angeles at the moment. I never quite get that right, but welcome back. Thank you so much. For those of you that have subscribed and liked to the channel uh, on YouTube, Vitality Coach TV, please click the notifications bell if you want to get more videos. Otherwise, don't forget also this will go out through my podcast channels on Spotify, iTunes, and everything else. And all these are on the blog, thevitalitycoach.com.au. So Monday Mojos are a weekly kickoff. Uh, you can come back and listen to them at any time. They're timeless topics, if you like, and very much targeted at being in the driver's seat of your life. So how to get out of autopilot and lead from a place of clarity, connection, and understanding really, really what is going to give you the best tools to navigate our modern landscape at the moment. So nothing is the same, and the only constant is change. It's always been the case that's never going to be any different. May as well harness that energy and figure out how you can truly assign your best working routines to absolutely fly in this world. And this episode today is part three of a three-part series around the very important value of truth. What's really interesting is I was diving into this topic and working on my quantum decision-making program, a model that I've been using for a long time with my coaches and also a private program that's online. I think what's been really interesting is how people have struggled with truth on a variety of levels. And I'm not even talking about you know, huge global issues that we're facing on a mass scale, but just truth in their own selves and the small ecosystem of being at home and, you know, being around people at work, people in your personal lives, and most of all, I think truth with self. So if you haven't already listened to the first two parts of the series, please have a listen back. Uh, It'll be on the Mojo Maker podcast episode, I think 122-123, and also on the YouTube channel, Vitality Coach TV, uh, you'll see these as part of the live episodes in Monday Mojos. So do go back and have a listen. Just to recap those first two parts in the series with a very, very important element of defining your truth, or let's call it discovering your truth, because as we go through life, we're born with all this truth, but it's kind of eradicated out of us, eroded out of us, suppressed throughout time, because we're taught to be good. We're taught to conform, to do the right thing, to not say anything, to ruffle feathers. With all this programming and limiting beliefs that we actually fight for without realizing that they're sabotaging the truest, most centered place at all that we can operate from, which actually enables every everyone else around us to be in their sovereign self as well. So those first two parts of this journey are crucial. If you do this work properly, bear in mind, these are one or two blog posts, 15 to 20 minute videos. If you really do this work properly, and if you're listening to me, you know I don't do hope projects. 
the effort that you put in to really understanding the conversations that you have in your head and to knowing which mind to listen to, right? So I always talk about the difference between self-talk and self or ego and self. And if you want lots of references on that, I suggest downloading the book by Eckhart Tolle on the New Earth where he talks about all of this. You're not going to get rid of that self-talk, which is giving you fear, doubt, blame, shame, guilt, judgment, etc., etc. But you've got to understand like the matrix that you can see that thought come up and you can hear it and you can push it aside and not listen to it because that is judgment. And that judgment is not actually reality. It is pre-programmed limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck and suppressed and also not letting society work in its well-oiled machine. Everybody was just in their truth. There'd be nothing to worry about. We wouldn't have to manipulate. We wouldn't have to lie. wouldn't have to convert wouldn't have to sell anything to anyone. We could walk around being truly centered and grounded. And being in your truth doesn't always mean being namaste. You know, there's lots of things where we talk about what we don't feel comfortable with as well. So today's session is the third part of the series. And I think it's a really important one because we can encourage whether you're doing interpersonal relationships or work relationships or whatever else, it's all the same thing. We have to create a truly safe environment for people to share their truth with us. And there's three things I'm going to talk to you about on today's show. Number one is I'm going to really ask you, are you prepared to hear the truth? Because a lot of people say, yeah, I just want the truth above everything else. Please just give it to me. You know, I'd rather just know up front. It's so important. But then they don't really want to hear the truth. So if you're going to ask people for the truth, be prepared to receive it with grace and not to counter argue it. So if you've asked someone to come forward and to tell you what's truly in their heart, an idea, a project, or whatever else, you have to learn to receive that and create a safe place where you can do that. The second part of that is, are you prepared to consistently provide a safe place for that truth to be the common culture? So every single relationship we have, whether it's commercial or business, it doesn't, or personal, it doesn't make any difference. It's a relationship. You have to consistently provide a safe place for truth to be the standard modus operandi. You can't just go, yeah, we're all going to have a big brainstorm and what everyone, it could be around the kitchen table. You could ask your kids to come up with a whole bunch of things. Everyone just put their truth out and we're really going to have that as our culture now and our values as a family and our values in a partnership. And then when you hear that truth, you're going to take that information and you're going to use it against someone later. Or you're going to say, well, you know, you're going to actually harness that trust that someone gave you. And then you're going to shove it right back at them and say, I wasn't really serious. Truth isn't really the way we ought to operate. So if you consistently want to have a culture where honesty, transparency, conviction, and truth is part of your operating system, which we should all have, then you have to remember that you have to consistently provide a safe place for truth to be in the conversation. And as I spoke to you about the last couple of episodes, assertiveness is not aggressive. You can be truthful and kind with grace and integrity. So when you deliver truth from a calm, centered place, it comes from a place of grace. But if you're trying to convert someone to your idea and push your truth upon them, that is not assertive, that is aggressive. So that comes to point three, can you have a conversation without converting someone? So can you just say to someone, I'd love to hear your thoughts and then I'm going to share mine, but we're equally interdependent where you're allowed to own your opinions and I'm allowed to own my opinions. Now this breaks down a lot when it comes to religion, politics, money, and you know race and gender big topics that people just seem to always try and wade in. There's a difference between having an opinion and being gracious in your truth 
and accepting other people that have theirs and being judgmental and trying to force your thoughts upon someone else. So if you want people to accept your truth and your opinions and your sovereign self, then you must reply with the same level of reciprocity to them. Remember, everything I'm talking about to you today is the same, whether it is commercial or personal. There is no difference because we are human beings that communicate on the interpersonal level, even though we are in a very robotic digital world, it's interpersonal relationships that create the dynamics, the structure for society, the fabric for our commerce and everything else. It comes down to the conversations that we have with ourselves and the conversations in the space that we create for others. So let's just talk about this. Why do we think that we love to talk about truth in a concept, but we don't actually like to deliver and receive it? So there's usually three core reasons. Now, what we haven't realized through the last generations from the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s, is that we've got many cycles of codependent situations where people have tried to be good, they've tried to set up certain structures, they've tried to put family units together, business units together branded items together that are really based on a house of cards because it is dependent on that other person leveling up and meeting that game in the middle. So the question is, is that are you prepared to let go of your comfort zones, which are usually uncomfortable in the first place, and really being your truth? Now, this is the greatest source of anxiety for anyone going through growth and ascension and leading in their life is that they feel that once they open Pandora's box, they have to leave the people they love, the constraints and everything else behind them because it's going to be too confronting and it's going to cause conflict. Let me remind you of a very, very important element. If by being in your truth, you alienate those that so-pause love you, you push away people because of judgment and conflict, they were never your people in the first place. And that's why a lot of relationships break down when one person starts to really harness the energy of coming into their own, of growing, of evolving, of learning the language of feelings rather than emotion, of moving from passive-aggressive, passive or aggressive into assertive communication old constructs of relationships, whether it's business or personal, tend to break down. Because beforehand, if there was just a nice, easy way of communicating where the truth was kind of known but unspoken and nobody got their toes stood on, you could kind of continue like that forever. But what you're doing is you're operating your entire life on 20% of your true potential. And you're also keeping the other people, parties or person in that situation trapped. So you're in a codependent situation where the ability to not share your truth keeps the peace, but it also keeps you stuck. It's a very dangerous, it's an inherited dysfunctional pattern. We're not even aware that we do it most of the time. It's extremely dysfunctional because it means that we have the majority of relationships operating on a house of cards and false pretenses. And yeah, it might be fine on the surface, but what you want, what you really need to be desiring and what you really need to step into is the true alignment of being fully grounded with what your truth really is. And then when you do that, you realize that you can grow and evolve with those people, projects, places, and things. So when you are meant to be with people, they will evolve and grow with you. But you have to be courageous enough to share your truth, provide a safe place to receive the truth, and then do that consistently. You can't run out and say you're ready for it and then shut it all down again because fear gets in the way. Why do you think we have fear? 
We have fear predominantly because people go through childhood wounds and they don't want to experience things again, such as abandonment. People are very afraid to be alone. They feel by speaking their truth, they will cut certain ties. And there's a conflict association with truth, which is if I really spoke to someone and said, listen, I really love and respect you, but this isn't working for me anymore, or this isn't the right project anymore, but I need to create some space. And that person was to lose their marbles and throw their toys out of the cot, that that would be a derailment for many people in relationships that are codependent. And they're too afraid to let that go. So if any of this is resonating with you and you're like, well, yeah, I really wish I could just be myself. I wish I could just come in with my truth. I wish I could just come and say, hey, you might not want to hear this, but this isn't about anything else but me owning what's important to me. If you can't speak like that to significant people in your life, you must address that because that is a core underpinning codependent value system there that is keeping you both stuck. Now, whether or not the other person, the other people, the other projects, places and things end up doing the work is totally relevant for you. As a leader, you must lead by example and you have to be fearless in your pursuit of curiosity and you have to take action towards your own happiness because keeping yourself stuck and unhappy in a situation is not going to help anyone else either. And then we come all the way back to understanding and defining our truth and then not doing anything with that information. So how does this pertain to everyday life? How does it pertain to the new landscape that we're walking into in a world where we don't know what the new normal is yet and perhaps we will never have a new normal? It means that the ability to connect with your truth is the most grounding and self-realization moment you'll ever have. And once you've done that, you have to lead by example to encourage others in your ecosystem that it's safe for them to do the same. So how do we ensure that people know it's safe for them to bring their truth to us? How do people know that it's safe for them to bring their truth to you without prejudice, without judgment, without harsh words, without criticism, and without having that really important piece of information held back and utilized as a weapon to them later? Well, that comes with those three questions. Being prepared to receive the truth as a leader, a boss, a manager, a mentor, a coach, anyone in a position of authority, a parent, a friend, a partner, and allowing that information to be given to you and to not get triggered by it because that is someone else's truth. And to understand that if someone is in their truth, you can't hang on to them to keep everything perfect for you. You have to allow flow. You can't keep stopping the oxygen of life from other people by being afraid of what their truth might do in your world. Because if you're trying to hang on to something or someone and you know that person isn't in their truth inside this project or inside a relationship, then you don't have a proper project or relationship in the first place. You have to let people go and be themselves. It's very important. They'll either thrive in your company and grow and evolve and be incredible and add so much value and be their best possible selves, or you're keeping someone or something stuck in a situation which is unhealthy. So you must take responsibility to let go of your fear of losing someone if you know they're not happy in a situation. How do we provide a truly safe place for someone to come on a basic level in a conversation? So let's say I come to you and say, hey, Matt, I really wanted to tell you something. It's going to take me a lot of courage because it's really personal, but this is really my truth. So I'd like you to receive this truth without responding and realize that I respect you enough and trust you enough to come to you, to share this idea, to share how I really feel. So I ask that you don't respond. So I've come to you and I've asked you this and I've set the scene and I've created a landscape which is requested 
a safe place for me to deliver my truth to you. The best way to do that is to say, wow, first of all, internally, you have to acknowledge that that person cares about you enough or that project or this job or that company or this arrangement to come to you and ask you to hear their truth. So number one, you've already got an amazing feeling for yourself to know that you're trusted or you're an important piece of that puzzle. The second thing is how you respond. So you'd, if you were Matt, you go, okay, well, thanks so much, Nikki. I totally will do my best to sit here and relax. You have a safe place to deliver your truth. I understand that I'm not to respond and I'm just to listen. That is a really tough thing to learn. I'm terrible at listening because I'm such a big communicator. So, you know, one of my dearest and nearest says fields of green, fields of green when I talk too much and I'm not doing enough listening. So what's a safe word that you can have with your partner or your leader or your team when someone's not doing enough listening? So as a receiver of truth, you have to acknowledge and say, thank you so much for coming to me to deliver your truth. You don't know what it is yet, right? I promise to sit here and listen and not respond straight away. Thank you for trusting me. And then you do that over and over again for people. You don't just turn the tap off and let them have one go at it. So as an organization, if you want to do a brainstorm, if you want someone to come into a performance review, if you want to hire someone and do a really good job interview and you say, I really just want you to tell the truth. Do you think that they're used to actually being able to do that? No, nobody is used to telling the truth. No one is used to being in their truth. So we have to take our time with our truth training wheels on and create a consistent, kind, graceful environment for it to be okay for people to show up even if we don't like what they're telling us. Even if we don't agree with it, we have to provide a safe place for that child, that student, that colleague, that employee, that partner, that husband, wife, whatever, to tell us their truth. And that means not responding. So no conflict, no judgment, no anxiety, and no converting, which is point three on today's series. Can you have a conversation about your opinion without trying to convert someone? Can you hear a conversation from someone without trying to convert them and talk them out of their truth? Because when you can do that, then you've mastered grace, then you've mastered integrity, and you've also mastered communication and trust. So take this time in the coming weeks And you might say, well, Nikki, we have so many HR programs and me and my partner, we've always spoken about, let's always be truthful to each other. But are you really, are you really stopping and creating the space for the truth to come out? Are you really creating safety for that truth to sit in the air a little bit longer before it's put into a compartment or a lid is put on it or a judgment is associated with that? I always say, take the truth with a sense of curiosity, not fear. Because when someone trusts you with that truth, that significance is the greatest gift you can receive. So take that with the responsibility that comes with receiving that information and be consistent about that. And especially if you're leading in today's new landscape, you know, people are extremely afraid of moving away from old relationships that they've usually relied upon that probably aren't working for them anymore. They're also afraid of their finances. Maybe they haven't planned properly and they're coming unstuck. And JobKeeper and a few other things, they don't know how long it's going to go on for. So they're keeping up appearances. The third thing is a sense of personal pride and self-discovery. The whole world has been turned upside down. People are really questioning what they value, who they value, what's it all about. Instead of just having lots of things, people are really being forced to look at their emotions and their feelings to separate their ego from their self and to truly align with what's important. So we need to be patient. We need to lead by example. We need to create a safe, consistent place 
for truth to be the highest form, and that's the only form. And to do that, you have to start to define yours, to share it with grace, to ask for a safe space, and then duly provide that to someone else. That total infinity, that never-breaking circle of trust and integrity will be your greatest asset because we all need to hear the truth. Truth isn't aggressive. Truth is kind, it is empowering, it is discerning, and it will give you your greatest opportunity to live the life, the creativity, the vision, the passion, the purpose that you've always wanted. So ask yourself today, what am I staying for because it's comfortable? Why am I not saying the truth to someone because I'm afraid that they'll respond a certain way or I'll hurt their feelings? Ask yourself a different question. Why am I keeping that person stuck? Why am I keeping that project stuck in a situation where I'm not even truly, truly telling, showing, doing what it is that I could be? So when you're not aligning with yourself and you're not sharing the truth, you're keeping everything attached to you in that same stuck position. So the truth sets us free. It creates freedom. It creates choice. But often we're afraid that when someone hears our truth, they won't want us anymore. We're afraid that when someone hears our truth, they'll get totally shitty and angry and they go, ah, just like, and you're out. And this is heavily involved in situations where there's co-parenting, co-ownership of companies, and co-collaboration on projects. So when you have someone else you're relying on because that person has something that you value, you often acquiesce and you aren't in your truth. And I want to remind you today that that is a dangerous place to play because then you are sitting in a codependent cycle where neither of you can truly fly. So ask yourself today, what would you really say if you could truly be in your truth? You didn't have to worry about anything and you could say it with grace and integrity. What would you love for your employees, your partner, your ex-partner, your family, just to say to you, and there was no filters and it came from grace and integrity because they trusted you with that information. So be the change that you want to see. You know, be the truth seeker. Don't try and convert people. Have open, graceful, assertive conversations. Trust your gut. Trust yourself. It knows the way. Your heart is the strongest compass you'll ever have. And when you can operate from that and combine that with your intelligence, your skills, your physical prowess, and your ability for vision and creativity, you can't go wrong. But if you sit there in the safety of the known but unspoken, everything will end up changing on you and out of your control. So surrender to the truth, create a safe place for it and ask yourself, are you prepared to hear the truth from others? Are you prepared to truly provide a safe place for people to be truthful with you? And can you have a conversation with your opinion and your needs without trying to convert someone else? And finally, who, what, how in your life could you truly just let go of if you knew everything was going to be okay so that you could have the space to soar, to approach your happiness and to be in a dynamic that was truly functional, honest, transparent and open because you will never ever have the sense of energy that that will bring you. It is enlightening, it is empowering, it is impossible to go back from. So I urge you today, hop into this journey of truth. Go back to part one, Vitality Coach TV on YouTube or the Mojo Maker Show through all the podcasts, vitalitycoach.com.au. It's all there on the blog. Part one is defining your truth. Part two is teaching you how to share and converse your truth with others that are significant to you. And today's session, part three, was how to create a safe, consistent, viable place where truth is the only option. We have to do this. Our kids, our grandkids, our future generations depend on us to break the dysfunction of codependency and to instead co-create. 
It is so important. It's liberating, it's valuable, it is exceptional, and it's so empowering. So I hope today I've given you a little bit of momentum, a little bit of a hint on what lies around the corner of not always trying to force your way through, of convince, of selling, manipulating, and omitting the truth is the same as lying. It's not protecting other people. It's actually making things worse. So stop omitting, stop self-censoring, come from a place of grace, kindness, and integrity, and you can't go wrong. You'll be that solid oak tree no matter what storm comes your way. If you want more help today on how to do that, or if you want to find out more about my quantum decision-making program or any of the books, Vitality, Fitpreneur, and Adulting that should be off print really soon, please reach out. I'm Anne Fogden Moore on social media. LinkedIn, thevitalitycoach.com.au is my website. I'd love to have you come join me. Please leave a comment below. And most importantly, remember you're in the driver's seat. This is it. Life isn't a dress rehearsal. We need leaders that are convicted about what they do, that are passionate, but also that they're totally accepting that everybody else has their own truth and opinion. And that's what makes this world so special. So I head out into today, have that healthy, wealthy, wise attitude, no matter what your title, whether you're a parent, a partner, a CEO, a founder, a co-owner, we're all leaders in life. You got this, but you must learn to trust yourself. So I hope you enjoy this series. Thanks for tuning in. Come sign up for Monday Mojos. And um, remember, this is your chance to rewrite the ending, as Brene Brown says. Whatever got you to this point today, you're listening to this for a reason. So lean in, suit up, step up, trust the journey, and come join me for other things on the show. Until next time, I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore, and I wish you the most amazing winning week ahead. And Stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes, or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.